0: Toplessrobot.com presents... Previously on Cosmic Love. Uh,
1: But the ventilation shaft can only be accessed through luxury room 88C? 88C is occupied by a permanent resident. We
0: require a pony.
1: You want us to kidnap Doug? We are in my secret panic room, because station security now knows that I'm the one behind the rescue operation. They shouldn't find us in here, but I'm sure they'll station some guards outside my studio, which will make it tricky to, you know, leave. I think we're going to need some help.
0: Hi, I'm Chip Chetford Brattingly.
1: Eddie, how long would it take to bring his brain back? I want his personality back, in all of its ridiculous,
2: sentimental glory. There was no time to custom choose a whole set of new data to feed him, so I just uploaded everything in the Galactic Library of Congress that had the tag marginalized author. <laughs>
1: Please stop. This panic room is fairly soundproof, but let's not take any chances, okay?
0: But, but it's so much. It's too much. Why are things so unfair? Did you know that 20% of women are raped in their lifetime? One in five! Or, the, or that being trans-species makes you 30 times more likely to be murdered? To be murdered? And Native peoples, I don't even know where to start. Yeah, it's just...
1: honey, yeah. It's a rough universe when you're not in charge. Why didn't you tell me? Why
0: didn't anyone tell me?
1: I tried to. About a thousand times.
0: <laughs> when, I think, when I think about all of the things I've said and done... Now I've been part of the problem, and all this was going on, and I didn't even know. I didn't want to know.
2: Well, this was an unanticipated problem.
0: (laughs) I didn't know the pressure you were under. You have to balance being beautiful and smart and assertive, but not too assertive, because then you're a bitch, and you create life inside your body. You create life, and you're both so amazing, and I'm just humbled to be in the presence of your sacred feminine. It's radiating the power of the universe, and it's so beautiful.
2: Is this going to take a long time? My sacred feminine isn't getting any younger.
0: And you, you're Tirellian. Your mother and your father and your friends from school and your piano teacher and your first crush, they're all dead. It's too much to even think about.
1: Okay, let's not go there, Chip. She's going to process when she's ready.
2: But it's so unfair, it's all so unfair. I didn't have a piano teacher anyway. I was always terrible at music. I did have a great computer science teacher, though. Miss Yang. Once my mom realized how good me and Eddie were at hacking, she made us train with Miss Yang every day after school. She told us we were... We were going to do great things. Oh, I'm so sorry, darling. On our 18th birthday, Miss Yang made us two cakes, one in the shape of a surfboard for Eddie and one inside of a digital lockbox for me because she knew I'd only enjoy myself if I got to show off a little first. They were so proud, Miss Yang and my mom and dad, when we left to join the underground. They said we were bringing hope to the entire planet. Then three weeks later, the whole thing was vaporized. (laughs) Our house, the ocean, the mall, Miss Yang, and my parents, and our next door neighbor, Mr. Pickett, and our Labradoodle, Marcus. For what? For greed and fear? They took everything from me and Eddie. Forever. They took it forever.
1: Let it out, honeys. Feel the
2: feels. Now, I felt the feels for long enough. Let's do something. <sighs> <sighs>
0: Let's bring these assholes down.
1: You sure you're both done processing? This has been truly beautiful. I don't want to rush the healing process. I'm with the
2: android. Let's bring these assholes down.
0: Wait, who's the android? Uh Just kidding! I know I'm an android now. It's complicated to think about and my insides hurt. I think I need to take a power nap. Where are we? Is that Hans Fry? Why is Hans Fry unconscious and where are we? I hate Jute Blark now and it makes me feel funny. I think I need a power nap.
1: That sounds like a good idea. Chip, you take a quick power nap. We'll update you when we have a plan.
0: Okay, I love you.
1: We love you too, Chip. Nighty night. Alright, next steps. First, let's check on our little
2: menagerie. How's Doug and the Plasma Weasels? Note to self. Band name. Three-headed Doug and the Plasma Weasels. They're fine. Doug's chillin'. The Plasma Weasels are in hibernation until there's some ions to absorb.
1: They were your brother's idea, by the way. Little added element of surprise. Once we're through the ventilation shaft and start firing our stun guns, the weasels should perk right up and cause quite a scene.
2: Huh. Good for Eddie. He's not usually the ideas guy. Well,
1: he did first suggest a unicorn.
2: Now that sounds like the Eddie I know.
1: So, assuming that Chip is functional after his power nap, I think he's the only one that can get us through the station undetected. Nobody suspects him yet. He's just Chip Chetford Braddingley, loyal supporter of President Blark. We're going to need to get in the box, aren't we? You're not claustrophobic, right? Just your
2: brother? I wouldn't say that being packed into a shipping crate with a madam, a three-headed pony, and four plasma weasels is exactly my dream vacation, but I'll be okay.
1: Then I think Chip has a very special delivery to make to Luxury Room 88C.
2: And once we're there, it's through the ventilation shaft, take out the guards, into the torture chamber, snatch Eddie and make a run for the Black Hole Power Station so we can finally do this damn hack! That's the plan.
1: And hopefully the Underground decides our mission is important enough to send a rescue ship. (laughs) But our mortal lives aside, the more important question is... Once you hack into the government files and you find all of that evidence about the planets they vaporized and the children they put in cages and the mistresses they're paying for and everything evil and hypocritical that we want to disseminate throughout the galaxy, where does it go? Ugh, I feel so old and out of touch. I just really don't understand this telepathic hacking thing. In my day, we hacked computers with other computers.
2: Once we've uploaded the info to our mental cloud, We can bounce it to somewhere else. With that much information, though, it'll have to be somewhere close. We'll really only be able to send it all throughout the station.
1: And someone here will read it, have their heart changed, and send parts of it along to someone else, and it'll bounce around the universe from there? Like a meme that has the fate of the galaxy riding on it? I know it's a
2: risk, but it's the best we can do.
1: I'm really proud of you. I hope you know that. You came all this way. You faced all these obstacles. You're using your talents the very best you can to fight against injustice.
2: All right, all right. Let's leave the sappy shit to the robot.
1: I just wanted you to know.
2: Before it's too late. Well, thanks. And thanks for your help. I couldn't have done it without you. Now can we wake up Chip and get the show on the road? I hope that was enough of a
1: power nap, Chippers. The next part is all on you.
0: It's a dangerous universe. Who can you trust to keep your bad guys locked up? With not one, not two, but three layers of teleporter shielding and the most vicious guards that money can buy? The Baron Vladimir Harkonin Detention Facility on Approved Recreation Sphere 7 is the safest place in the quadrant. And now introducing the Baron Vladimir Harkonin Information Extraction Lounge. It's everything you love about torture, conveniently located next door to your favorite detention facility. The Vladimir Harkonin family of facilities cannot legally guarantee a 0% jailbreak outcome and recommends all customers purchase a comprehensive jailbreak insurance policy. The Vladimir Harkonin Detention Facility and Information Extraction Lounge. Keep them safe and crack them open. I don't know about this. I'm still feeling very sensitive right now.
1: I know you are, kiddo. But you are our only hope.
0: Uh, I, I want to help. I want to make even the tiniest dent in the years of hurt that I've caused. By my words and beliefs. Oh, I was so anti-intersectional.
2: Apologize by helping.
1: You've got this. Deep breaths. In.
0: Out. Ah. <sighs> Oh. Huh. You know, even though I don't technically breathe, I think that helped. I'm closing
2: the lid. Alonzi!
0: Oh. Okay, Chip, you've got this. You love President Plark, you hate the rebellion. Guns, freedom, babies, urban terrorists, law and order, tough on crime. God, I just love you guys so much. Go! Okay, Hello, soldier. Happy day and law and order to you. Mr. Chetford braddingly where have you been? I wasn't feeling well. I had to take a nap. But not to worry. I'm feeling better now, and I love Jute Blark, and I don't think he's a liar who murders innocent people, and he's great. You'd better report to station security. There's a manhunt underway. Your co-host is a traitor. Her name is Madame Alexandra, and she contains multitudes of... evil... I heard all about it and she is really in trouble with me. I can tell you I can tell you that much. it's just it's just we, we had so many beautiful episodes together and and I will be happy to help you. Fine fellows. look for her just as soon as I deliver this package. What kind of package is that? It's huge. That's what she said. Has it gone through the proper inspections? It's due to be delivered in 10 minutes to luxury room 88c. Now, if you'd like me to tell the resident of 88C that their delivery was delayed because... Uh, what's your name, soldier? Corporal Minson-Flimm. Because Corporal Flimm insisted on an inspection, I can certainly pass that message along. But the resident of 88C is not known to be... understanding? I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it is, too. Thanks, Mince. You're really and truly a priceless part of the freedom and babies and guns of this great galaxy. All hail President Blark! All hail President Blark! You won't regret this. You're
1: doing great! Am I?
0: Because I I did really feel like I was channeling my old self back there, really tapping into something. All hail (laughs) President Blark!
1: Okay, let's not tap too hard. Are we almost to the turbo lift?
0: Almost. Oh, hi there, Senator Rowe. Beautiful Blurns Day, isn't it? Nothing at all like those gross beta species, am I right? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Okay, see you around then. Okay, we're getting into the elevator now. It's amazing how easy it is to move this giant box around. This, this anti-gravity lift is really an incredible product. What a time to be alive. Here we go! Off to save the day! Chip is a good guy now and he loves the gaze. Can you not? I'm just so excited to help! Level 88, luxury accommodations. You know, I've never stopped to notice what a truly exquisite station this is. The chrome, the plutonium, the partially crystallized Venusian sulfur...
2: Hurry up! My arm is falling asleep and I think I'm running out of air.
0: 88C, we're here. Special delivery. Who is it? Hi, I'm Chip Chetford Braddingley, and I'm here to deliver a pony and pony accessories. Come in.
1: will never recover from the smell in that box. Don't look at me, it's all dug. You have the pony? <laughs> One three-headed pony, as promised. What are these? Those are plasma weasels, don't worry about them. They're for personal use. Our
2: transaction
1: is complete. The ventilation shaft is there. Please go. Sorry, friend. We have to wait till noon. That's when the guards go off on their lunch. That's what's
2: not part of the deal. It's 15 minutes, Snakey.
1: Chill. I think what my esteemed colleague here means is we greatly appreciate your patience and will be out of your hair, your scales, as soon as possible.
2: Hmm.
0: Fine. You're helping galactic heroes today. You should be so proud. I know I am.
1: Time is long, and the galaxy is large. A hero is a function of the telling of his story.
0: No. No, I learned some things today. A hero is someone who protects people who are more vulnerable than them, even if it means giving up their own life. No matter the circumstances, no matter how the winners tell the story.
2: Okay, Chip, simmer down. This robot is strange. Aren't we all?
1: As long as we're all bonding here, I don't suppose you have any advice questions I could help with? Advice? Yeah, advice. Advice. It's what I do. I answer love and sex questions for the folks who visit this station. Don't tell me you've lived here for ten years and you've never listened to Cosmic Love. We stay busy. Well, now's your chance. If anything comes to mind, anything been bothering you, anything you could use a little help
2: with. Or we could just do some push-ups in silence. That works too.
1: Hmm. We did not always stay in our room.
2: Oh, that's it. That, that's the whole question. Shh.
1: Okay. You didn't always stay in your room all the time. How long has it been? What was the change?
0: Our
1: mate. Died. Oh, honey, I'm so sorry. Your mate died and you've been locked up in here ever since? All alone? Our son and granddaughter, This shit. Well, before we can address your agoraphobia issue, I think we need to talk about grief. You may have heard about the five stages of grief. Denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance? Eddie, this might be helpful for you as well. I think you tend to live in the anger phase. Hey, anger gets results. Maybe, but are results really more important than your emotional well being? Are results worth you staying stuck and never healing?
2: When those results are bringing justice to millions of people, yeah, I'd say it's more important than my feelings.
1: I'm not saying justice isn't important. Justice is incredibly important. But really think about it. Is justice only possible through your suffering? If you found some acceptance and inner peace, does that mean you'll stop fighting for justice? I guess not. I think maybe you're punishing yourself because you feel like you need to punish someone. Someone needs to suffer. And if it can't be the people who are responsible, it might as well be you. But suffering isn't justice. Feeling bad in and of itself doesn't help other people. Of course it's okay to feel those feelings. It's okay to feel anger and sadness and fear and guilt and despair. Explore those feelings. Allow yourself the space to feel them and sit with them. But acceptance doesn't mean you've forgotten the ones you've lost. This goes for both of you now. Acceptance just means you find a way to make meaning out of a life as it is now. Your mate and your family, they'll always be a part of you. It just means they weren't the only part of you. That you still bring something meaningful to the universe. It's important not to isolate yourself. I'm glad your son and granddaughter visit you, my scaly friend. And Eddie, I'm glad you have your brother. Lean on them. And maybe think about seeing a support group or a grief counselor. The more you isolate yourself, the more you freeze yourself into whatever stage of grief you're stuck in. You may feel alone, but you are not alone. And hey, you have a three-headed pony now. Pets can be so helpful for mental health. (laughs) Hey, Chip... You okay over there?
0: It's just such a hard universe, and we're all doing our best, but sometimes it feels like it'll never be enough, and why even bother trying?
2: Dude, you've been woke for like an hour. It's been a very upsetting hour. What's his problem?
1: He's had a big day. He's still processing the suffering of the universe. Chip? Remember what we talked about. Deep
2: breaths.
1: (sighs) Good boy. Okay, I know that I barely even scratched the surface back there. Grief is such a huge issue, but it's a natural part of life. The only way to avoid it is to never connect with anyone, never love anyone. And what kind of life is that? Safe. Sure. And a ship in a docking bay is safe, honey. But that's not what ships are built for. As for the agoraphobia itself, if it keeps up even after you start tackling your grief, I'd recommend some desensitization therapy. Super slow, baby steps. But the next time your son is here, maybe the two of you can just go out into the hallway for a minute. Then next time, maybe you go to the docking bays and just watch a couple of ships come in. Then maybe you could make it out to lunch. Give yourself time, but stay committed to your recovery. And don't forget that medication is an option, too. If you can't make your own neurotransmitters, store-bought is just fine. This advice thing is strange, but we can see the value. Thanks, friend. I really do wish you all the healing and positive energy. And thank you again so much for helping us with our mission here.
0: Speaking
2: of, have we yapped for long enough? Is it go time?
0: It will be go time in exactly three minutes and 56 seconds and 18 milliseconds, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11. Okay, that's
1: close enough. Let's get in position. Chip, you grab the plasma weasels. Eddie, you and I have a stun gun each. Once we slide through the ventilation shaft, Chip releases the weasels. We start shooting. Weasels run amok. Chaos, chaos, chaos. We hop into the torture room and grab Eddie. Then we dip out through the emergency exit, and we all make a run for it to the black hole power station. Anyone have questions? Why are you doing this? Truth. Justice. Peace and love, baby. Okay, everyone in position. This is the moment we've been waiting for. Prison Break on three. One, two, three.
0: Prison, Prison break. break! Cosmic Love was written, directed, and edited by me, Amy Thorstenson. Mad Maxandra was played by Katie Self, Chip was played by Chad Eshman, and Eddie was played by Katie Polensky. Thanks for listening and be good out there.